Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, and life in a northern town. You'll find show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can sign up for my patron site. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee or even sign up for the newsletter. Come back weekly and we'll chat. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. How has it been going? Oh, it has been a fantastic mix of summer weather here. Things from cool evenings to hot days to bright sunshine to torrid downpours and then gentle rains. Overall, it's been the most wonderful last couple of weeks. Been outside a little bit here and there watching as the sun goes down in the evenings in our backyard, we can see the bats come out and start catching bugs. And I watched for the Neowise Comet last week. That was a lot of fun. And the best place to see it was actually in my backyard. So overall, I've really enjoyed the last couple of weeks of just being in a routine, getting out, doing my work, you know, my work in the morning before I do my day job it has been long arming and then sneaking in a road at lunchtime because you know I'm working at home and I normally come home at lunch anyway and then do a row on quilts so I have to say in the quilting department we'll start long arming I've been really working hard I've got lots of quilts from customers over the last little bit and I delivered the graduates t-shirt quilt and I have quilted three quilts that another customer wanted done. She dropped them off a little bit ago. I can't even remember now, probably two months ago and I got them all done and she's supposed to pick them up today and they're so beautiful. Two of them are twin size 1930s prints and I did a flower on that and the red and white quilt has all over feather in the main part of the quilt and some pretty swirls on the outside. So that was super, super cool. That red and white quilt is a knockout. Let me tell you, it's a really beautiful collection of fabrics. At first I thought it was Moda fabrics, but then I looked on the edge of the backing fabric and it was actually a... Um, Marcus fabric, I do believe. It's just really, really pretty. So overall, I just keep long arming because believe it or not, I have three more customer quilts to do. The next one I'm putting on the frame is super cool. It's a vintage family quilt that was found. Um, the person who started it um, unfortunately passed away. And this is pink and green, probably from the 80s maybe the 70s, and it's a snowball and um, a scrappy patch. It's not a nine, but it's kind of scrappy patches in the next block. And so it reminded me of the snowballs and nines I talked about in my What Makes This Quilt Great. It has a couple of borders on it, and somebody finished assembling the top, 
and then they sent me everything. There's even lots of um, scraps from the quilts as well as more way too much backing fabric. So I'll see if there's enough for like a little bonus doll quilt or baby quilt or something. Um, it's actually a member of my family, but the person who made this, I think, was not one of my direct relatives, but it's super cool. And um, I think I'm going to buy a new batting to put in it because the batting that came with it I believe is pretty old and I'm concerned on how it's going to quilt up. So the rest of the quilt though, it's in super good shape. That one and then there's another queen sized and then a friend of mine um, from my quilt group who I haven't seen in months and months. Um, she stopped by with a quilt and of course we had to chitty chat for a couple of minutes and it was so good to see her. So our next group is trying to meet in a park in mid-August so I'm gonna see if I can go last time they met I had a fever and I was questioning whether I had COVID or not and the test came back negative but um, I just don't want to take any chances of visiting the group because several of the ladies and especially the lady that stopped by my house you know they're in their late 70s so I want to make sure that they are safe and that I'm not spreading it around I'm getting to a point where I need to get out of the house a little bit more finally after all of these months, right? So I'm going to make an effort to um, reach out to my friends and actually meet in person and not have all of my life on um, text messaging and Zoom like work type of things. So the long arming department have been really busy and um I think that's great. I like doing about a quilt a week. I'm comfortable doing that. It's not too stressful. I work on it one row at a time before work and potentially at lunch and not generally after work. And I'll be honest, not maybe one day on a weekend, I'll do a row. And it just is enough to keep the skills up because it's all free motion quilting that I do. But it, in, in its zen, and I really like that feeling. But if I start getting more than that and pressure to turn around time really quick on quilts, then it's no fun. So I've got a friend of mine from work and also someone I knew way back in high school. And the funny thing is she grew up in this house before my parents bought this house. Um, and I bought the house for my parents. See, there's a lineage. She's dropping off a bunch of t-shirts and I'm making a second t-shirt quilt. And I think I have a third person who wants me to make a t-shirt quilt. I've only made probably half a dozen t-shirt quilts in my life and three of them will be, you know, three of them will be done this summer. Amazing. I, I'm, I don't mind making t-shirt quilts. I just don't like doing it every day, all day, every day. So they're fun because I like doing the improv wonky style and that seems to be what my customers want right now, which is my favorite. And <clears throat> overall, um, I am busy. But with all of that busy, I'm being busy. I'm s at home so much. Let's talk about working from home a little bit here. I have just like all of a sudden in the last few weeks feel like, man, I got to get out of this house. All I do is work. You know, I start my day with a quilting job at 6.30 in the morning, and then I work my day job from 8.30 to 5. Barely get out. Sometimes I exercise in the house if the weather's bad. 
um, just starting to get the, yeah, you should probably get out of the house. So to do a couple of little fun things, I went to our Salvation Army, just poked around to see if there's anything good. Saw some people I knew, waved at them. Hey, you know, we'll stay six feet apart with masks on. I found some vintage cookbooks, which I sent to my daughter. And I found really nothing else yet. But I'm looking for some fun books or any interesting collectibles. But it's more to get out and just see what's going on. I don't really like walking around the big box stores because there's too many people and I have gone to the home improvement center. So we did that last night. I got out of the house by going to Lowe's and I bought painting supplies. We had most of what we needed, but I needed a new cutting in brush and we bought some more tape and some spackle. This is going to be the weekend because the garden is nearly done and I have six plants to move and plant the lower fairy garden because it's two levels now big upgrade i think that won't take very long and the rest of the yard work is going to be my husband's job uh, the, the kitchen is a long story if you remember back a while ago when we had the big renovation because the roof was leaking in this house and the bathroom was falling apart and we had all of that done about two summers ago and in the fall the bathroom remodel started which wound up being a massive big project with the whole back end we only have plumbing in one end of the house so all of the plumbing wound up getting redone um, the bathroom was remodeled but we ran out of money and the contractor ran out of time and we had all this paint bought for the kitchen because he laid new flooring from the bathroom which connects to the kitchen it's all one big space and not one big space but one continuous line of um, flooring and I wanted a continuous line of paint because my kitchen the paint's probably about 20 years old um, it needs to be freshened up and it's a pretty mason jar blue green but it very light and it needs to go to the gray color that I picked for the bathroom there's a little hallway that um, we have a little issues that need to be fixed before that can get painted. But the kitchen this weekend is going to get painted. All this time, the paint has been sitting on the cupboard so it won't freeze anywhere else in storage. And I want the cupboard space and I want the kitchen finished. And my husband is feeling well. I think the weather's going to be with us. And big paint job. I'm like, I can't believe it. It's going to get painted. It's it just feels like it's always been this heavy hanging over my head and it needs to get done. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. See, you know your old when, right? You know your old when you have your favorite spatula and when you get your kitchen painted. <laughs> so I, I'm just excited. I, I've washed the walls up into a point where I need to get a, you know, a step ladder, so a step stool. I'm going to finish washing some of those walls later on today, and then we shall proceed. I mean, I think it's getting real. I mean, we've bought supplies before, but um, no, I think it's, it's, it's going to happen. I'm popping a tin open this, and, I, and I'm going to start using that cutting-in brush, and I think it'll be all over but the shouting, right? <laughs> so the other thing I have been working on is prepping uh, my part 
and Angel of Halo Inspiration is doing her part of this collaborative quilt along that we're doing called A Summer Quilting Tale. And it's a bookshelf quilt and we did a Facebook Live. It's on my YouTube channel and it's on my Facebook group, My Creative Corner 3. So the 29th, which is, oh my gosh, it's next Wednesday. It's coming up so fast, is the official release. I did a quick stinky peek over last weekend and then took it back down. And I'm going to repost a blog post and she's doing um, video and weekly Facebook Lives to support the videos that she's doing and to help everyone put together their own bookshelf quilt with all the personalizations and the fun and the quirks. So I released um, three paper pieced little mini blocks that maybe you want to put on your bookshelf quilt. And if you have not joined the Facebook group, it's free in the files section. It's a teacup and two little plants that you could put on your shelves. And it's, a, I think, a jumping off point to really look at what can I do to make this personal and make this mine? I know some people might want to embroider their favorite book titles on the edge of the book. Some people may have fabric that goes with it. I have a Lord of the Rings fabric that's going to be the back of this quilt and potentially may just be a larger border on it. I'm not sure. We will see how this goes. So the bookshelf quilt is kicking off this week and I'm very excited about it. I, I don't have a lot of time to do my own video and support because of COVID right now. Work is very, very busy and Angel graciously accepted um, to join me in this effort and to be able to do a scrap busting using up those ugly fabrics, maybe those little skinny strips you got left and you just couldn't throw them away. Well, this may be the project to use them on. And I'm just, I'm just really excited about it. I'm not really sure. Um, I've never done a collaborative before where we launch a sew along and my quilt alongs have always had just a handful of people. So I'm really hoping that this will join a lot of people together through our groups to meet new friends and to connect during the time of most of us being socially distanced and maybe you need to connect with other folks. We might even have some sew along, you know, where we sit and sew type of thing and join online virtually. We'll see what we can do. So the bookshelf quilt, watch for the summer quilting tale on Wednesday, the 29th. I'm very excited. And then July 1st started and Angie of Gnome Angel kicked off her sew along, which is 100 Days, 100 Blocks. She has two quilts that people are doing. Um, I started the Kinship Fusion sampler quilt that she designed and made the pattern for last year. I got about, I thought 20 some, but it's probably only 12 blocks done. And so, so far, here we are on the 24th of January, 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 July, the 24th of July. And I've made a block every day, a couple of blocks I had from last year, but I'm keeping up on it. And this is hundred blocks. So I'm going to go all 100 and it is a very unique quilt because it's rectangles and squares. They're either four and a half inches by eight and a half inches or eight and a half squares. So it's super cool trying to keep a teal and pink theme because 
I believe I'm going to split the blocks up into two twin size quilts for my granddaughters. We'll see how it goes. I say that and then I'm just like, I don't know how uh, <clears throat> you can split 50 and 50 and lay them out. But we'll see. We will see how that goes. So that's been very, very busy making a block a day on that and long arming. And then I did the paper piecing blocks. Those are free and out there. They're super cute. You could even um, blow them up if you want them bigger or make your whole quilt with plants and teacups. That would be super cute. And I've been doing the photo a day, Fat Mom Slim's photo a day on Instagram as well as my Facebook page. So I've been really trying to be creative and taking photos that are interesting with composition and lighting and doing all of the things on my cell phone because I don't have another photo camera. That's been super fun. And then the last thing that I have started to do is, you know, I've been working on an art journal kind of during the time of COVID and it got kind of, I don't know, heavy. Even though I wasn't like the subject matter wasn't heavy, it just felt heavy because it was kind of I had a page or two that was kind of documenting how I felt during COVID, but I decided that this is going to be more of an art journal experiment and doing multimedia stuff and keeping all kinds of happiness in there. And I, I was getting stuck looking at blank pages. Now, do you do this? Like even with the quilt, you could have all of this, you know, material just kind of staring at you, even you know, you just don't know where to start. And I think the biggest thing about it is, is you, you really need to have like some sort of ground rules. Like if you're doing an improv quilt, well, I think the same thing needs to be with art journal pages. You kind of got to have an idea of where you want to go with this or what your inspiration point is. And I mean, you can put anything in there, right? It's like, Whatever I have at hand, when I, I'm using it in these multimedia art journals. Well, my daughter-in-law, Renee, of With Mind and Heart, launched some stickers on her Etsy shop. You know, she's got some wonderful books for um, mental health. They're journals and workbooks, and she did a great job with those. And if you bought one, I thank you very much. These are super cool. Some are single and some are in sets or of the collections. And I've decided I really like these watercolor stickers. And I'm collecting all of hers because I love them and because I love her. And I think they're fantastic. I'm using them as props in my pictures for kinship in my photo a day. Um, she has all kinds of stuff, hippie boho things with a bike with a basket and a VW van. Then there's hanging plants and other, um, in, you know, succulents and uh, monstera plant sticker. And they have cute sayings and some are vacation inspired. And Monday, she's dropping a new collection um, that's a Michigan inspired collection. Also, the lavender plant, super cool. I mean, they're all cool. You need to go to her shop with mind and heart. So I decided that I am using them in my art journal. Use a sticker per page or on a page to inspire the whole layout. And she had one that was uh, saying, it said, you and me are in a club now. And I thought, quilt club. And so I cut out some foil 
um, colored vinyl from on the Cricut and then it was a quilt block and then I did like a quilt block that's kind of fell apart and blowing across two pages and then it said what are the rules of quilt club there are no rules be kind be nice be creative I just thought it was super fun so you and me we're in a club now we're doing quilt club and we can listen to podcasts and we can make bookshelf quilts and we can make kinship and we can long arm and we can sit and pet fabric if that's all we can do right now. So I thought that was super, super fun. I should put that on the quilt rules. There are no rules. You can sit and pet your fabric <laughs> and collect it. Oh my gosh. So, so much fun. These stickers, I just thought... It, they're the most inspiring and exciting thing that I've done in a while. And it just really does spark the imagination in being able to do these art pages, which helps me with my quilting and my long arming and I'm doodling and I'm kind of like bringing together all of my um, creative juices, get some flowing. But the issue is I'm not really good at it. I mean, these are primitive, pretty primitive pages. I'm just getting started. Not like some people who have these really beautiful, I think they buy curated sets and then kind of make collages and put them together. I like to use what's laying around and then I've bought these stickers, which kind of brings them together. And some pages have paint and some pages have pens and some pages are stickers. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm not as uh, proficient at it as maybe an art student would be or somebody who is amazingly good at painting and um, fine art but I thought this is a great place so I'm going to order some more stickers in the the letters because I'm not I'm sometimes I'm not good at putting words in the journal but she has a sticker out there called adventure is out there and she sells them in different sizes so I'm going to get a couple more um, in different sizes and then I'm definitely buying the Michigan collection when it drops because I can't wait. So yes, with mind at heart and heart, you can find her on Instagram and Etsy. I could talk about these stickers all day and um, her artwork on it is just amazing. So really trying to get the picture game uh, on Instagram upped a little bit just to, you know, because I'm doing the blocks and they make great little props in the corner of the picture. So the last thing I'm talking about is trying to keep on a great eating plan. I've decided that I can't follow a diet for anything. Whenever I am told to be on a diet, I just can't seem to follow it. It's, I don't know, a mental block. It's issues. <laughs> and I had a great time. Um, I've been following Dara Thomason on her Facebook page and she does a lot of talks and she's a life coach and I just am enjoying her coaching and her uh, free stuff that she puts out. She has paid things that you can do too, but I just really enjoyed spending time um, following her and listening to her education and I still um, am listening to lessons that she'll do on Facebook, which has inspired me to do a little more and tighten it up on the diet and eating plan 
And we bought a fancy new scale because my husband and I both have put on probably 10 pounds since the pandemic started. And even though we're busy, uh, he's going to the gym. I can't bring myself to go there. I've been trying to walk outside, doing exercises in the house, just being active, taking steps in stores when we go. Because, you know, the my whole life it could revolve around three chairs in this house. The folding chair where my office is on a card table in the music room with all the guitars and um, it's got our bills and it's got our um, laundry in there as well. Yeah, I, how it became that, I don't know. It's also got the printer in there that doesn't work and it just kicks on occasionally randomly 12 hours after you tell it to print something and they'll scare the crap out of you. Um, that chair to my comfy, beautiful chair in the living room, which is near the TV and has my battle station of crafting hand stitching stuff there my hexagons and my um, binding if i'm it's got all of those parts and components if i'm going to hand bind a quilt i've got my hexagon sitting there with all the things that i need to sew it as well as my knitting basket and then the other table uh, is in my dining room, the third chair, and that chair sits up to the table that we don't eat at. Generally, we eat in the living room in the evening. Unless we have company over, I would clear the table off for you if you came over for um, dinner, which, you know, I'm such a terrible cook. We probably would do takeout, by the way. Um, and then my sewing machine is on the dining room table. So, you, I get the beautiful light in the morning of sewing before work and the beautiful light in the afternoon, which is on the west side of the house where my office is. And then upstairs, I have a southern facing window that has no chair. That's where the long arm machine is. And I stand. So those are like the four stations of the house outside of the kitchen and bathroom. And I'm like, you know, I need to get out of the chairs I just really need to force myself to get out of the chairs, to cook more, to not snack as much because that's my first rules. You remember, I got to set ground rules because your life is improv, right? And you have to set these rules up. And we all have weird rules in our heads about ourselves and eating. I learned that over the last few weeks. And so my first rule is no snacking unless I'm in a diabetic crisis, you know, with, um, having low blood sugar, which never happens. Um, generally, it's high blood sugar. You know, go figure. And and so far, I've lost a couple pounds. Woohoo! Um, so I can't do like a hardcore exercise program and a hardcore diet program right now. My brain just can't handle both. But all I'm trying to do is reduce my carbs to the recommended by the dietitian number. There was a number she gave me, and that's what I'm sticking with. And that means I have to actually plan a little bit for my meals and cook a little bit. I found that in the summer and it's hot, the Instant Pot has been fantastic. So I rediscovered that you could do baked potatoes in the Instant Pot. I've made quite a bit of one dish recipes. Some of them have rice in them. Some of them have like a stew or a soup. Um... You could do goulash, you can do, I did chicken and rice, I've done a um, soy-based, um, more of a rice with those Eastern influences. I'm not good at that. I want to get to where I can make a broccoli beef really well. 
but so far I haven't found the recipe that I like yet. I've had a couple epic disasters. I've had a couple of, I bought a spice because I wanted to make um, ancho flavored cowboy beans. Well, I put this in a um, more of a Tex-Mex Spanish rice type of thing and um, it had lime in it and it was awful. <laughs> and My husband and I ate a small amount and threw the rest away. So, you know, you try new things and some of it works and some of it doesn't. And I realized that that's part of the sticker. Remember, adventure is out there and I have to branch out the eating to more healthy things and I'm eating more vegetables. But the other epic disaster on a food that I'm, I'm like, why don't I eat these very often? There's a reason why. And I bought my favorite, which I was going to make the cowboy beans out of, but I decided since we hated that spice that I was just going to make your regular bean soup with the ham beans, 15 bean soup with the ham spice in it. And then I put a little kielbasa in there. Oh my gosh, it was so good in the instant pot. It only took an hour. You didn't have to pre-soak the beans. It, it just went well, except for the fact that I forgot that everybody, you know, tells you there's so much protein in the beans it's a great diet food oh, it, oh two days of my sugars being whack beans as a main course for me is no go I could eat a small amount as a side dish but not as a main dish so I learned my lesson this week and I also learned my lesson on when how I feel when my sugars are a little elevated and you know, I was grumpy and irritable and I'm like, you know what? I need to focus on the feeling good and feeling all of the good things and eating less has been great. So that's my diet plan. I thought I'd share it with you. There is no diet. <laughs> the secret for me is eat whatever you want currently, but low carb. I'm not on no carb. I'm telling you, I do eat them. I'm keeping it below a certain number that the dietitian gave me, which is a normal carb diet, believe me. And then just putting in activity. Like, um, have you seen those advertisements on Facebook for Body Groove? All she does is like dance. And I thought, why do I want to pay $100 a year or $60 a year on the sale when all she's doing is dance and getting down low to get your legs exercised and arms and I, I can use her free ones and then make it up as I go. Same thing with certain diet plans. If I'm going to buy it, I'm not going to follow it. Why don't I just pay myself and put it in the bank, save the money and then do something amazing with it. Whether it's purchasing something like I did um, a couple years ago, I bought myself a Cricut Maker, or I could save it for something that makes me feel really good and do something at Christmas time. And I have no idea, but I'm just going to keep putting the money that I save away. And that's going to be my reward. I'm not sure, I'm not giving myself like bonus money rewards, but I thought if I could just keep going and keep saving that money will be something that will be used for fun and that comes from other income streams that's kind of like my mad money and I don't know what that will be yet but that's going to be my reward it's going to be something fun at the end that I'm going to buy or we're going to go somewhere and just you know maybe if we can travel 
maybe we'll go visit the kids um, in Virginia and go visit the kids downstate. That's probably what the money will go for. See, I just came up with it. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I get thinking about that while we're talking and I get inspired. So there we go. I am going to do that with that money that I'm squirreling away. So overall, I've been trying to be overall very mentally healthy and reaching out to my friends. I'm going to try to get together and do some coffee and maybe see my quilt group in August in a couple weeks. Also been working on getting out of the house if that means I have to go to Goodwill or walk around the Salvation Army to see people I know and to poke around the secondhand things. And I found a couple treasures. That's super cool. I have a list that I'm looking for um, certain books for my daughters. Um, she's planning to do some education at home in the fall for the kids. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for those books. And I'm overall just trying to move my body. So not having a formal exercise program is very helpful. But the biggest thing is I'm following my own advice of doing one stitch, one block, one row at a time. I'm doing the same thing with my quilting. Dear Jane has taken a little bit of a hiatus, but I think I'm going to work on a couple of those blocks over the next week. But just doing a block a day, doing a seam a day, a row a day, whatever you can. And really, really keep myself busy, but on diverse projects. But I am not going to start a thousand of them. I'm going to try to rein myself in on that. And then just really, really enjoy the moment. Taking the time for it to be, you know, this fun 1970s inspired, simple, simple summer. Um, but I will say it's gotten pretty simple around here because my husband and I were laughing so hard last night. We have got hooked on YouTube with the Jellies Marble Racing. Yeah, it's just like it sounds. We love sports. Um, they have like a Marble Olympics and they have these events and they have teams and they have announcers and it's highly produced. And I'm team, my team is Team Momo and Team Momo took second place in a photo finish last night in this um, triathlon. Oh, yes, yes. It's, it, we are laughing so hard. We're, we're following marble racing on YouTube. It's good, clean fun. And at the same time, it's okay. We're having a great time with it. So I hope that you're having a great time. I hope you're well and safe, that you have time to be creative, and that it's been a most relaxing and simple summer for you too. Quilt on, everyone. <laughs>